Yo, hello and welcome to the second episode of just a podcast from the res. I'm your host, just a dude from the res in his res basement, unfinished, concrete on the floor, drywall, Canadian flag hanging up. I don't even know where this flag came from. We got a special guest on the dock for you today. You may know him from the show Big Brother Canada Season 9. And no, I'm not talking about Josh. I'm talking about the man who won it all. Deshaun Carter Newman. Deshaun, how you doing, brother? Kiefer, my God. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm happy to be on the res with you. Yo, that is, uh, yeah, that, that that's hype. So, Ty, um, thanks for coming on uh, the PCAST. I've been trying to, we've been lining this up for what seems like shit years. Years. A year. No, it, it hasn't been a year. Yo, uh, it's been a while. But do, what were you doing one year ago right now? Right now. Think about I was it. Sitting in a ho- I was sitting in a hotel. Ooh. Yeah, I was sitting in a hotel room doing absolutely nothing. Yes, sir. We were in sequester. Thinking about how I'm going to win the Brother Canada. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> Not to rub it in, but that's what I was thinking. I really was. Yeah, yo. That's literally, like, I know, like, <laughs> I got shit on so hard on Big Brother for, like, being so confident, but I needed that or else I would have just crumbled under the pressure that is Big Brother. Yeah. So, you know, we haven't even known each other for an entire year. Thing to think about it feels like so much longer it does feel like way longer like i like somewhat know your parents i know what the you know what i mean like i feel like i know way too much about you your mild seafood allergy you thinking you had an allergy to yeah. gluten you just don't like seafood right don't like it allergic to some of it though i i want to see some documents on that or some proof nobody I, believes me and i don't know why <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it doesn't make sense yo that's so funny <laughs> so yeah one Nobody year ago one year ago let's bring it back one year ago sequester yo we were on dude we were on a television show together and you freaking won it dude i'm pissed no i'm not pissed i'm pissed i'm not pissed i'm pissed um <laughs> I got a question for you. What do you think you'd be doing, Ty, if you, you know, you didn't make it on Big Brother? What would what would that alternate reality, meta, like uh, multiverse, Tishan be doing right now? What do you think you'd be doing? That's a very scary thought, Keeper. Is it? Um, I, and I've thought about it, and I really question what I would be doing right now. I'd probably be working my job as an urban planner, um, hating my life right now. Being like, wow, this I need to do something different. I think that's what I'd probably do. Yeah. <laughs> Urban planner for what? I mean, I, I, exactly. Like, I mean, I would hope that I would have gotten out of it somehow, some way. But I don't know what my next step would have been. Whereas that Big Brother thing happened for a reason to show me something greater for myself. Awesome. That, yeah, man. I mean, it was such a wild experience. I remember talking to you in the house and I was just like, I mean, we, I, we had, we probably had this conversation like a hundred times in there because there's not much to talk about. But it was just like we knew, I knew once I left those doors that nothing was going to be the same. And you kind of didn't know, 
like what it was going to be like. Like you didn't know how many people watched the show kind of come on now. Let's be real here. We're, we're on just a podcast from the rest. I did. I actually had no idea because Keith, I didn't watch the show myself. I didn't realize how serious it was or in fact that our lives would change at all. Like it just didn't, it wasn't easy to wrap my head around. <laughs> right. I just, I, I didn't understand the magnitude of, of what our season meant, what our interactions meant, the people that we were able to inspire, the stories that we were able to tell. I didn't realize how impactful those would be and what they could do for our own lives as well. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was clinging on to every episode in there. I always felt like I was in survival mode, especially at the start, yo. It was wild. Yo. It was... Uh... Now, um, we almost lost you. <laughs> we almost lost you early. I was crying. Yo, I was like shit. Well, you know, I still like you know. At that time, it was just like I was just trusting Spice. And uh, anyways, it, it, it it's in the history books. I made it, and uh, we got to go to the BB Can Awards together. Man, we did some crazy things together, and I think that that bonded us so well. And um, it's it's just a. Uh, God, it's just so messed up to think about. Because uh, for me, I don't I don't know why, but I don't think about it in my day-to-day anymore. But then, like, something will show up, and then it just, like, hits me hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's about to be a year that we've been, you know, we haven't even known each other a year. 365 days. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Like, I don't even have memories in my phone in a year on this day. Or anything <laughs> beyond that. Like, think about that. No pictures, no calls, nothing in a year on this day. You didn't even have your phone. Yeah, and then, like, all the memories are going to be popping up of people, like, tagging you and things from being on the show. That's going to be coming up pretty yeah. quick. So Yeah. And then we got a new season coming up, Ty. BB Can Season 10. Rather, March 2nd. Obviously not an all-star because I'm here right now and I'm not in uh, sequester. So. Thanks. Are you gonna are you gonna watch? Are you on you I what's the over under on you watching? Are you getting a, I will sorry, hold on. Let me put my laptop on the office. Am I going Oh my god, sorry people. Don't say sorry to me. Say say sorry to my my loyal listeners. My key farts. I'm sorry, key farts, yeah. It's only dream. Will I watch season 10 of Big Brother Canada? That's a good question. Yes. Absolutely. You, absolutely. You're I think gonna I watch. will. You're so going to watch. Three, three times a week is a little – that might be tough, but I'm going to try my best because I'm traveling um, while the show will be on. So I will try my best to watch most of it. But, yeah, of course I want to see. I want to see if they can top our season. I don't think they will, but I, I really hope that they do. I hope that they but do. I, I really want to watch. I hope that they do. I just went on a cruise. That was good. I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home dad, so my life's a little bit different than you. So I I recently just watched BB Can Season 1, Season 2, Season 3, and Season 4. All the BB Cans uh, that I never watched. Thoroughly enjoyed all of them, honestly. And um, now I really know who all these people are who like kind of like reached out. Because I didn't know coming out of the show... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know coming out of the show, like... Um, how many alumni would like reach out? You know what I mean? Like, obviously it's been hella overwhelming for you. I'm sure every alumni was just like, yo, what's up, Ty? Mr. Never been on the block. Um, Big brother Canada winner. Like, (laughs) 
So yeah, it was it was dope. I didn't, I didn't know either, Keith. Honestly, like it was the same thing for me. Like I thought you'd watch more than I did. I thought I figured you knew a lot more about the show and, and I, the people, but I literally I didn't. I did because like <laughs> I watched like the celebrity I watched the US and Canada. Like for season one I watched season one when it happened. A long that's a long time ago. And you know, you just forget yeah. things. Um and then for season like two, three and four, I, I don't think I had cable. I couldn't keep up to the or internet for that matter. Um oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was, I was broke dude um so i couldn't i could i just couldn't keep up to the to the episodes and and i wasn't involved in big brother twitter which i think is has been somewhat of a mistake but i'm kind of glad uh because it's such a toxic place um but yeah so i watched season five six seven um eight and then at that time as well i was watching all the big brother united states that was happening um as well so, yeah, I was a fan, and I always told people that I was going to be on that show. Like, that was just something that I always did. Anyone who, if I found out somebody was, like, watching Big Brother, I'd be like, yo, I'm going to be on that show someday. Like, that's going to be... Did you actually? Yeah. I told everybody. I'm telling you, since I was, like, I don't even know, man, like a teenager, I was telling people I was going to be on Big Brother Canada. Like, I was so confident. Like, my coworkers, anyone who would listen... uh and was a big brother like watcher. I even told um, Suzette one time, uh, she was on big brother Canada season one and we were at this uh, music festival and I seen her and we're, 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 we're friends. And I was like, you know, Suzette, I'm going to be on big brother Canada someday. And this was probably like four or five years ago, bro. Like I'm just, and she just kind of, you know, I think she kind of just brushed it off. Like, yeah, we need more indigenous representation, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Suzette, I'm going to be on there. I was like, and I'm going to do pretty fucking good. <laughs> like that's, I, just, I don't know why. I just always knew I would make it. I love that. And just to see. And you just have, that's you though. Steve. Yeah. I feel like whatever you manifest comes to be real. That's why I'm going to win the lottery. What'd you say? I'm going to win the lottery. I just keep saying it, man. I'm, I'm going to win it. I don't know. I keep playing it. See, that's what I should I think did. you won. I can see that. Man. I would blow that money so fast. It wouldn't even be funny. Talking about blowing money, let's talk about you spending money on camels and shit, bro. You've been all over the world, and then we got to get into your YouTube. This is going to be a three-hour podcast, bro. Okay, so you win. Okay, let me paint this timeline. Let me paint this timeline. You win Big Brother Canada, and then you can you can stop yeah. me stop me when I'm wrong. You win Big Brother Canada. You're with family. You're with you're with friends. We kind of come out into a crazy situation, lockdown, blah blah blah. You're doing what you can. Um, I FaceTime you one day, you're on a rooftop where there's a pool and beautiful people everywhere, your family, I'm sure. And, um, then all of a sudden Ty's just like in Dubai and then he's posting pictures yeah. like, uh, on a camel. Um, <laughs> and then you, you know, you come back, then you go to Africa and you're in Ghana and, yeah. and then you come back and. That's kind of where I lose track of you, honestly. Um, you, you've been all over the world since coming out of the house. Obviously, some of the Expedia money helped, but you've always been somewhat of a world traveler. Um, what what was it like going to Dubai and all that during the pandemic? What was the decision-making behind that? 
Because you're like a lone ranger out there. Ty view you as a, I guess, you know, I guess you're the bishop, man. You're just moving diagonally all over the goddamn world. Yeah, man. Um, that's that's kind of how I live my life spontaneously. And without a real plan, teacher, it just, things just kind of happen. <laughs> and decisions are just made on the fly. And it seems to work, right? Like, it really seems to work for me. Um, and, and coming out the show was no different. I was like, listen, I want to travel. That's one thing I really enjoy. And I was overwhelmed, to be honest. Like, being home right after the show, like, and seeing that we're still in a pandemic, mm-hmm. that was weird. Because, like, we even in the house, as you remember, we would talk about what we thought it would be like coming out. We're like, oh, yeah, COVID's probably going to be, you know, a little bit behind us. And we can come out and have a great summer. And it really wasn't the way we expected coming out. Um, it was kind of weird for us to all come out and just all just go home the next day mm-hmm. and not get to like spend time together. I thought that was strange. And, and furthermore, just coming out to all the fans and like my family, my friends, they'd be like, what are you doing next? What's happening? Congrats. Love you. You're amazing. It was just like, it was a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, this is, this is dope. I love love. I'm not used to this. You know, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to process it. And that was like, okay, I'm traveling. So I travel. Go to Dubai, go to Africa, and I went to Dubai because I had a friend that lives there. And I've been saying for years I was gonna go. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a great opportunity to go, uh, and so I went. And I always wanted to see Dubai and, and see the Middle East, mm-hmm. and then Africa. Always wanted to go to Africa, and my best friend had just moved to Africa, so I'm like, well, why not? Yeah, they're not that far from each other. Let's do it. And then. The travel bug just kept biting me. I kept on going. I went to Alberta. I went to Bermuda. I went to Turkey. I went to the Middle East to get. Like, I, I, I've just been traveling a lot since. And it's something that I'll continue to do. Damn. Yeah, that's that's dope. And I'm just bringing it back to, like, what, what our headspace was like when we're in the Big Brother house, yo. Like, <laughs> uh, I went to jury, obviously. I went to the jury house. Uh, I was there for, like, four nights. Um, so I got the updates from the other house guests and every time we would do like our interviews with the the morning show, we would see news snippets being played. I don't even know if we ever talked about this, but we would see like what's going no. on in the world. So it was like our only chance. So we just pieced everybody's news snippets together and like it did not paint the great picture. Obviously the news is the news, bro. Like they're like, the, the army has moved into Ontario, everything shut down, full lockdown, like all this craziness. And like, obviously, cause we're so cut off. We're just like, what is happening? I was like, I was legitimately scared. I was terrified to like fly home. Um, <laughs> and all this stuff, that was my head. Uh, and then we have to do like finale. And, and then obviously, you know, you won, which was, let me tell you how happy I was for you, Ty. Unbelievably happy. Happy second happiest day in my life, um, because I also won as well, uh, Canada's fave, by a landslide. I've been told. Um, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so yeah, we were tripping hard. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't really get any COVID news on my on my interviews, but um, yeah, it was it was a, a pretty nutty headspace, and you, I just like seen you traveling all over the place, and I was a little jealous. Honestly, you had a parade, so I—I I, I mean, I'm a little jealous of that, to be honest. I mean, yeah, your town to throw you a parade—that's insane. <laughs> like, 
So never even heard of that. Yeah. Oh, there were parades in I think seven or eight different communities. So shout out to, uh, to all, uh, everyone who who uh, who did that, and uh, it was just uh, that was overwhelming to see because yo my like cell phone like was dying as I'm going to the airport. So I'm like trying to I'm on the phone with Jericho. Our neighbor's house burnt down the night of finale. Our house almost caught on fire. Car crashed into a ditch. She's telling me all this just as I'm getting out of the house. I'm just like, oh my god freaking out and then like my phone dies and i don't charge it until i'm sitting on the plane and you know how long that could take right like from yeah. from you know getting dropped off at the airport checking your bags because i had hella bags and then getting on the plane and getting settled and then waiting for your phone to charge while you're sitting there so i only had like this small window to see what was up and it's quite a long flight so like i couldn't sleep i just like stared out the window because from being on Big Brother, that's something that you could attest to. You're just, I was so comfortable being with myself. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'll ever get that comfortable again. Like, I was just comfortable not being on my phone, just sitting there looking out the window. You know what I mean? How was travel, was travel different for you when, when you got out? Like, was it easier for you to just be with yourself? It, it definitely got a lot easier. I and mean, even the phone thing, I'm still, I still really detached from my phone. All the time. I, I, that's probably a lot of the reason why I don't answer people. Because I'm so detached. I just, I just from expect my you to never answer whenever I message you or something <laughs> or call you. I just expect it. Even today when no, I called you, I was going to be like, okay, I'm going to call him a couple minutes early because I don't think he's going to pick up right away. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair, honestly, it's a fair assessment because it's like when I'm doing something or I'm in the moment with somebody, especially, I'm not really on my phone. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's a lot of moments where I'm just, I just, I'm, I've disconnected from my phone, and I actually, I feel a lot better. And being on the show, like, showed me how reliant we are on technology in our phones, like how we're into it. And to get away from that was actually one of the biggest benefits of, of being there. For sure, I just burped. Sorry about that. I, I'm, I, no, I, all good. I get into this weird thing, like, yo, I used to be a radio host. I guess, I, you know, I'm still in every once in a while. But I used to be a radio host, so I still have like radio host tendencies, like when I'm when I'm doing this podcast, even though this is episode two. Um, but yeah, I just still have these like mad radio tendencies. Like, there's part of me that blocks me from saying like a swear word. You know what I mean? It's just like it's so hard to say anything like that into a mic. But now I have freedom. I mean, I'm in my damn basement, so we can swear. We could swear. We could do whatever the hell we want, bro. What? We could do whatever we want. This is just a podcast from the res. Everything is is good to go. Um, and yeah, this fuck is... yeah, dude. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk to you that one time. <laughs> he sounded like a white, like a hockey player or something. Fuck yeah, dude. This is all. I'm to Sean, man. <laughs> so we were going through your timeline um and of of after the show you started a youtube channel um i i've blessed the channel um with my presence and i was I, and i was honored uh to be on there and i can't wait to hopefully be on a future uh Deshaun's world episode uh again hopefully it'll be on high to Gwai. who knows i don't know i'm a dreamer yeah. i dare to dream yeah. Time, but you it got the be. you got the channel popping, and you're keeping up with the content, which I I find is the most difficult thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, like people tend to take breaks, yeah. but when you're getting into that content creator realm, you're you're keeping up with it. 
Uh, and I've been enjoying uh, watching the channel. Obviously, I get like a unique perspective because I know you. But just to get to see you like cook with your your grandma, have that conversation with your old man and and stuff like that. And of course, that one with, with Ika, um, that one banged. Um, and mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, you got the YouTube channel. And then you were just in Turkey, bro. Turkey before Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> so and I, if you just want to tell us like what you went there for, because it's I guess it's something that. You know, not a lot of guys talk about, um, and damn, it looked painful, the, the procedure that you went and got. Like, I'm not... Well, it kind of was. So, <laughs> I went to Turkey, yeah, because I wanted to get a hair transplant and a beard transplant, right? Mm -hmm. And this is something I've been thinking about for quite some time. Um, as time went on, and as men age a lot of times, you can see your hair thinning, um... And I noticed it, you know, and it, it could be caused from stress, maybe from the stress from the Big Brother house, <laughs> or just like the way my hair was being cut and the way I braided my hair in the past. So I was like, you know what? This is something I want to do. And while I'm at it, I might as well get a beard transplant as well. Mm -hmm. So, and, and also from content creation, like, let's be real. When you're creating content, you're looking at yourself all the time. Like, it's kind of, it's almost weird. Like, when you hold your phone in your face, it's like the things that you thought or noticed, you noticed them more, mm -hmm. right? And it, be it became really something that I was noticing more and more and that I wanted to change. So I was like, you know what? Let me go and do it. But from the content creation perspective, I did so much research watching YouTubers who actually did it themselves. And I remember how empowering it felt for somebody to show you what they went through, why they did it, how, what they were feeling and then doing it, and then updating the, us on the results. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to use all that information, I should be able to pay it forward and give back. Yeah. And that's, like, why I did that. And this is why I did the surgery, and this is why I, I showed the content. Because I'm like, you know what? Let me do that. And since doing that, people have been reaching out like crazy. Like, you wouldn't believe how many guys have reached out and been like, you know, how much did it cost? What made you do it? What clinic did you go to? How was Like, everybody. Yeah, for me, like, um, I just thought, damn, that looked like a tough process to go through, bro. Because how long was the procedure? It was like, what, 14, 13 hours or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crazy long procedure. And then they put, like, this crazy. antibiotics on your, your face in <laughs> YouTube. No spoilers. The red stuff? I was scared. I was like, that's blood. I was like, oh, my God, that's freaking blood, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like feeling queasy. I just like, oh, poor die, man. That's my guy. <laughs> that looks like, yeah, man. And then you're like, and then you're like, no, don't worry, this ain't blood. I'm like, oh, thank God, thank fucking God. It looks that way. It looks disgusting, but no, it wasn't blood. No, I've always wanted to go to Turkey though. They got like, um, they have such a beautiful mix of ethnicities and diverse cultures yeah. that accumulate in Turkey yeah. that it's really driven their cuisine to go higher and higher. Um, for generations upon generations upon generations. So, like, I would have loved to try some of their food. Their coffee, obviously, is, like, super famous. They have amazing desserts. Oh, God. So fat. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it the, the culture is, yeah, the culture is so rich and the history is so rich there. I, like, I want to go back. You know, and, real vacation. and they seem, like, genuinely, like, like all the people that you were – you know, talking to in your videos and stuff, they seem so good. You know what I mean? Like, they just seem like welcoming yeah. people. They really were. Really, really were. 
is it like was Dubai like that? Were they very welcoming to you? Was like obviously Ghana was probably pretty receptive. Like, has there been places where you've gone where it's not like that? Germany. Oh. <laughs> not to call out Germans, but Whoa. like the, the times I've been to Germany, I'm like, why? They, they just didn't have a warm feeling, like a warm like, oh. hey, mm-hmm. come on in. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of like white. Mm-hmm. Do you know you know, that, how that's it, like, do you know how to say Vaseline in in German? No. Venus slider. How do you know that? That's not Venus slider. <laughs> Venus slider. Kind of like that. I don't think that's how uh, how you said it. It's supposed to, it's meant to sound like Wiener slider. <laughs> oh, oh, Wiener slider. <laughs> That actually it fits really well. Yeah. That's, that's what it's for. That's the joke, my man. So yeah, where can people find your YouTube time? Uh, at Deshaun Carter Newman or Deshaun's World. Yeah, they gotta go like and subscribe. The grind is real. What kind of up and coming videos? What kind of content are you looking to be making in the future? Because I know, like you, it's. You know, you got your sit-down interviews, the food, the travel vlogs. What's what's popping? So Keith, I think for me, for I'm still in the trial phase, right? So I'm at a point where it's like I want to try different kinds of content to see a what my audience likes and what I like. Um, so there's and it's, it allows my audience to get to know me more. So in mm-hmm. the future, I want to do more. Um, I want to do a couple pranks. I have a couple pranks planned coming up. Um, where I prank people and society. More challenges with my friends. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to do more of those. My friends, I think, are hilarious. So I want to do more challenges with them. I want to do challenges with myself. I just want I want to do a stand-up comedy challenge with my dad when my dad teaches me how to do stand-up and I have to go to an amateur night Ooh. and form the joke. That's I think that good. would be a really interesting one. So, like, self-challenges. I want to do one with, I want to do one with Jensen, which I think would be really cool, um, like a fitness type of challenge. You know, so like, there's, there's different ideas that I have. Okay. Shout out to Jenna. That I think would be cool. That's my guy, right? <laughs> it's like I want to, I want to do, I want to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's only so, there's only so much time, but yeah, I'm trying out to see what works for me. Questions are always a good one. I have a lot to say. Um, so it's like the world is really. I mean, it's exciting because you can just create whatever. You're, you're producing a show, and you get to decide what it is. Week by week. I yeah. love it. For sure. Love it, Keith. Awesome time. What about um, you? What am I up to, man? I'm going to be doing this podcast. We got some basketball. Th- BC's just opening back up, bro. I'm in such a good mood. Um, we were thinking about postponing my wedding. Well, I say my wedding. Our wedding. Mine is Jericho's wedding. Um, <laughs> Your wedding. But things are looking good, hopefully. And you know what? Time is of the essence. Get, ain't getting younger. Um, I'm, we're just going to do it. The wedding's, the wedding's on, even though it was never off. Um, good. The wedding planning coming up July, 166 days, bro. You get your shit together because you're coming somehow. Create some content there, yo. That would actually be uh, that would be a crazy video. Come on, Ida Guay. It would be. Could do a ton, ton of different things. Could do like a whole basketball. Th- anyways, anyways, we could talk about that uh, later. Podcast. We got uh, there's this thing called the Junior All Native Basketball Tournament that's coming up. Uh, it happens in the Lower Okanagan. We got the main all-native basketball tournament happening in April. And I got, you know, I got some potential big things coming up that I can't really talk about until they're all solidified. You know what I mean? 
I hear you, brother. <sighs> so that's really exciting. It is. It's you know what I I feel so good when I see people like I see Judd killing it. I see you killing it. Spice has got her new show. Check it out. Uh, spill a tea with Spicy V. To Sean's going to be a guest in future episodes. I was Spice's first guest. What an honor. Um, so yeah, it's just blessed to see uh, big things. But I got a little bit of a surprise for you. Okay, right now uh, I'm going to be bringing somebody in to continue this conversation with us. Now you know them. You're, you'll, you'll be pretty comfortable with them, but they, it might come to you as a surprise as to who it is. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to um, going to leave you on hold here, Ty, and I'm going to set this up. This is just, you know, this is growing pain. It's not growing shame. I'm just going to ring them in, and then uh, hopefully we're all on this this together. Okay? So don't go anywhere. All right? All right, I'm here. Please stay on the line while your call is completed. Long distance charges may apply. Okay, we're calling X right now. Podcast, stay here. Hello? Yo, uh, X, what's up? It's uh, Keith. What's going on, Keeper? What's going on, man? It's great to see. You. I got I got Ty on hold right now, bro. So I'm just gonna merge us. We're recording right now, and let's let's just let's just get it going. All right. So just stay silent for a second. Bro, I saw you. I was like, hold the fuck on. And I was like, oh shit, Keeper's calling. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, all right. we Gucci. Let's merge. All right, we're rolling right now. So we're we're recording. We're recording right now. Yes, sir. Ty, you there? Yeah, sir. All right. We got Tashawn Carter Newman and Xavier, the winners of Big Brother North America, USA, and Canada. You guys got a little bit of a friendship going on, Ty X. What's going on? What? Uh, me personally, I think. Ty, are we allowed to curse on here? Fucking right. Is this, is this censored? No, 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 not censored. Okay, all right. Well, I think Ty is a piece of shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and, and little rumor that I heard, I heard he spit on kittens. kittens. So that's just, that's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Like you can judge him for your own experiences with him. But from what I heard, you know, I just, I can't even be around that kind of energy. Wow. I, you know, me. I'm allergic to cats. Like, so we're, we're chilling over here. Uh, <laughs> yo. Right, like, it's approved. Did you just approve? Of kitten spittle? Like, we don't... That's not what we doing out here. Is that what y'all doing, Canada? That's <laughs> how you really spitting on cats. You know what, though? I'm allergic, so if anything, I probably sneeze in the sneeze ricocheted onto the cat. That's probably what happened. But you know, Xavier's a, a drama queen himself, so, you know... I, I was on a... I was on a... He was on a soap opera, so I expect that from him. <laughs> Ty, like you wouldn't take so much money. You got me. (laughs) You got me. Yo, boys. So obviously, X. Well, when you were in the house on your season, uh, which which you were the winner of, um, I seen a clip where you mentioned to Sean. How did Big Brother Canada get on your radar? Um. So I knew about Big Brother Canada just from like it being like the nearest Big Brother affiliate, uh, BBUS, and um. The first season I kind of started clip, watching clips of was, uh, I believe, uh, BB Cam 5. 
mm. which I I want to say I was Ica season. Yeah. Um, and she was like, she was like one of my favorite. She's one of my favorite players from BB Can. Uh, she's gorgeous. The way she like, she she just don't give no fucks. Like she's just there. She <laughs> Ica's gonna Ica, and I love that energy. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, from there, so like I could never watch full episodes, but I always saw like clips and like highlights. Um, so that's how I knew about BBK. And then as I was getting ready to go on my season, I know that your guys' season was like rolling. You guys were going, and it was like it was getting close to the end where they were like, "Oh, BBK might crown a black winner." So then I tried to tune in even more. Um, I saw the Undercover Brothers, which I'm really pissed y'all took that name, Ty. Like I wanted to use that so bad. <laughs> I wanted to, you, you don't understand. Like, when I saw that y'all took that, I was like, well, fuck me, I guess. I guess we don't all get to be undercover brothers since they want to be selfish in Canada. So, <laughs> just, but, yeah, that's kind of how I found out about it. I saw Taiwan. Um, and then after that, I was just like, all right, well, my turn, hopefully. Well, it, uh, it worked out. Pretty dominant season you had. Um. Yeah, I watched the full thing. Uh, big fan of the cookout. Stand you guys uh, right from the beginning. Um, but yeah, shit. Both of you. Is this the first time you guys have kind of done anything public together aside from the YouTube collab? Um, I would say. I would say yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've done anything outside of like when he came to doing. We just shot for his YouTube channel. Yeah, this is the first time we've done anything publicly with third party involved. So, uh, Keith, you're getting you're getting real you're getting the real exclusive here, the international exclusive. <laughs> Inter- Yo, Keith, yeah, just a cool. podcast from the res, baby. We're international. I said it in the trailer. I knew this was gonna happen. Um, so X for you All coming right. out of the house, it <laughs> must have been a, a, a an even more wild experience um, than you know Ty or myself had. Um, for yourself, w- what were some of your feelings, and when did it really sink in to you know? Be the first um, um, black house guest to win Big Brother USA because they're deep. They're deep in their their history of that show. Um, and yeah, yeah. you know, like it's been around for a while. <laughs> it's been around for a long time. Uh, so, w- what was that like, and and what was the reception from your community? Because you guys are a large community, and and damn, they're proud, man. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubt. Um, I would say it didn't really sink in until kind of after that whole interview circuit. So like after the show, they put you on an interview circuit and I'm just interviewing people nonstop. Like the night of finale night, I'm pretty sure I was interviewing people until like 2 AM. I woke up the next morning at like 5 AM to do a whole interview circuit. They had me on news channels at like every major news work and like every major city throughout the country. Um, and I did that from like 5 AM until I want to say like, like 4 p.m. Um, they just working. Then right after that, we had an interview with Entertainment Tonight. Like it's just they just put you on an interview circuit. So when you're going through that circuit, you know you're not really thinking about like what you've actually done. You're just kind of trying to be be press ready, like answering mm-hmm. questions, doing all these interview stuff, trying to be like the presentable person that you want to be when you're on a national platform. And um, and once I got through the interview circuit and. Uh, I would say once I got back home is when I was able to really sit down and kind of, kind of digest everything that happened and really take in like what, what not only the cook I was able to accomplish as a group, but what I was able to accomplish individually. And, uh, it was, uh, it, it was a lot. It was, it was a nice kind of heartwarming feeling when I got time to process everything. But, uh, the community was, was amazing. I mean, I had, I had reached, I had been reached out to from 
numerous black celebrities that I only dreamed of ever talking to, and like they know my name and stuff like so that's like crazy. And uh, yeah, the outpouring of support from the black community was was beyond anything I could have expected. And not only that, but there were members not within the black community who also showed us mm-hmm. plenty of love. Obviously, there's going to be haters and trolls who who tried to flip the script on what it was that we were actually what our actual goal was and what it was we were trying to accomplish and stand for. There are obviously going to be people who always try to find something wrong with what everything that you do. Yeah. But I would say the resounding um, results of, of what the cookout and myself accomplished was, was mostly positive feedback. And uh, that, that's good to know because like you guys know, when you're in that house, you don't know what the outside world is thinking of you. Like you don't know if you're being hated. You don't know if you're loved. You don't know if you look like fat on camera. You don't know if like your pimples is popping. Like you don't, you don't know anything. And so uh, to come out and kind of realize that okay, people were, were on board with what we were, what we stood for and what we wanted to accomplish. It's a it's nice it's a nice sense of validation. Mm-hmm. Now now same thing for you, Ty. Was there a moment when you like realized you know this is this is obviously we talked about it in the house. Uh, it was a theme, especially with you and Bray representing the, the, that community and those communities. What, what for you, when, when did it really sink in? Because, you know, like the love and outpouring for both of you guys, uh, you know, Ty was getting props on your night and it was just, uh, it, it's a, it was a beautiful thing and it was emotional for a lot of people, including myself. Was there a moment for you, Ty? Where it really sunk in like after the fact? Yeah. Like, was there a comment? Like, you know, you, you see people on the street, they come up to you, they say things. Um, what was it for you? Where, where was it? Who was it? When was it? I want to say it wasn't one specific moment. There were there were various moments, right? Mm. And it was really um, some of the messages I got from people telling me how impactful it was for them and their kids. You know what I mean? For their kids to be able to have someone to look up to and how much they love um, seeing someone black represent uh, our community in such a positive way, right? And it's like it took so long for something like this to happen. And it's like there was a time where you know, on reality TV, black people look crazy. But to see, like, from where we started and where we got to, I think was was really powerful for a lot of people. And, like, mm-hmm. it, to me, it was just the, the messages I would get. Like, the really deep and heartfelt ones that always really moved me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. What a great year. We got, you know, the BB Can 10s coming up. Uh, the Big Brother US 24 is coming up. Uh, hopefully, we get to see s- some more of the same. Just, just good gameplay. And and good seasons overall with with good cast. Now X, I got to jump right into this. Um, how did you handle slop? Because Tashawn was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Yo, so slop, like for me, slop. You just got. I was just kind of like focused on tackling it. Like slop is not something you eat to enjoy. You just clearly eat it mm-hmm. to survive. You eat it for something. So I never focused on like. When I get a good hearty bowl of slop, like I'm, ooh, this is a five star meal. No, it's just like right, I'm just gonna eat this shit so I don't die. Like, how how long did like how, how many days mentality. did you have on that? Uh, I think I did two weeks of slop. I did two weeks of slop. Okay, that's, that's more than time. Um, which, like, I will say, like, I tried to find positive with mm-hmm. it. Whenever I was on slop, like, like body wise, I felt like I was like shredded. Like, like everyone, we noticed that. The guys in the house, we all noticed that, like, whenever we were on slop, like, any of that, like, extra water weight or, like, excess body fat, you would just, like, lose. Mm. And so, like, 
we called it the slot body. Like the slot body was on point, but what it took to get the slot body ain't it. Like that that shit sucks. I I haven't eaten oatmeal since leaving the house. <laughs> I haven't eaten oatmeal since leaving the house. I eat, I do do protein shakes, but that's about it. But oatmeal, I'm like, nah, that that mm-mm, nope, yeah. mm-mm, fuck them out. Uh, I ain't got time for that. No, and but it don't even. I wonder if ours is the same because it's it's so bad. And Ty was just like, I yeah, don't so like, know. What is, Ty what's was just hand in yuck. Like our flop is like it's oats, like like oats from oatmeal, and then we've got like these little like pellets, like it's almost like animal food pellets. We had like, some pellets. that you would give to like a donkey or something, and then they're like <laughs> they're scattered throughout it. It's no joke. It feels like we're eating like like donkey food, and then just pouring milk on top of that. And I'm just like, this is nasty as fuck. Like even if you heat it up and you cool it, it don't matter. This is just gross. Yeah, it was. I cooked it in every single way you could, and <laughs> one way was deep tolerable, but. Yeah, Ty turned into a different person. Who were you when you were on Slop Ty? What was that name? Taisha? You turned back into Taisha or something? Knew, yeah. Yo, I volunteered you to go on Slop. Slopper? Yo, he was the I was ex. angry. Oh, no. So you got bad. that floppy top. No. <laughs> he was so yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, me. I was angry. Like I, had a, I was wearing different outfits. I had a sun hat on all the time. I was yelling at people. I was just, I was a different guy. You turn into a different person. And like, yo, like when you when you get into the house, like it actually like literally like annoyed me so much when I was on slop. I'm just like, like stop that. And (laughs) I volunteered to go on slop instead of him for one. I I know although Bray probably would have put me on it anyways, but I was just like, fuck it. I don't want Ty to be on slop. That would just be a nightmare in the house. And because you Wow, you were that bad that this man was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and do flop some more. So that way we ain't gotta deal with Taisha at one point. Yeah, I did it. I made the mistake, and we were deep in the game. This was like final five, so like we were in the house for a long time already. And it, the deeper you do it in the game, the worse it gets um, because you're just yeah, on edge more. You hate your life more. You hate production. You hate everybody, and that's just how it is. And I just couldn't hack it. And then it was just it was a huge mistake on my part because it was it was a hell week to be on slop with the count <laughs> raccoons all all this shit. Anyways, yeah, it was it was. Fun. <laughs> It was yeah, absolutely, but um, yeah, you guys, let's let's talk about this basketball game that went down. And there's potential, or there was potential. Uh, BB Can is a hot mess when it comes to basketball, apparently. Um, but <laughs> there was talks of doing like a BB Can versus BBUS game. Um, is that still in the works? I think that could be dope if we could get it together. But who knows? Um, the last time and I talked, we pretty much said that that's got to be put on, on hold right now just because of the stuff we're both working on, our individual kind of careers, mm-hmm. and also, like, if, we, if we're going to be busy during the month when we had originally wanted to do it, someone else would have to take up the mantle and kind of piece it all together while we're handling whatever we're handling, mm-hmm. and so it's just, it, it, as a concept, I absolutely adore it. I think it can be something really cool, something beautiful, and even something that happens annually mm. um it's just a matter of you know having enough time to really sit down and put all the pieces together and right now i don't think either of us are in a position where we have the time to really bring that to fruition at a time like just for the time frames that we suggest like originally we wanted to do march but then like 
March is pretty much here. We was like, whoa, that's way too soon. Um, and then we're looking at, okay, well, maybe July, but then it's like, uh, that won't be any different from like March, but maybe we can kind of make it work. So it's, it's just a matter of being able to piece, put everything together to make it seem. But I would love to come to Canada and whack all y'all, just, just beat. All of BB Canada down on the basketball court. That's I don't know. That, we, got some, we got some ballers my, here, including myself. I'm not taking myself. You, I got a shooter's chance. Guy? I got a shooter's chance, first of all. We got some ballers. X. Bro, you, you, you hear the Ty, Ty might be top five in BB Canada, but he's like maybe five four. So there's a couple guys up there who, who will wax Ty too, I'm, I'm sure. I'm playing Ty. I don't, oh, I don't know. Are you talking about like Jamar Jet? Not Jamar Jet. Are you talking about like Jamar Jet? Listen, Jamar's the best trash talker. He's horrible. Right, Todd, Todd. He's not Todd, yeah. Todd, Todd. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you like 1v1 because I only know two hoopers in the BB Canada universe. All right, Ty, you and Jed one-on-one, who's winning? Ooh. Me. I, I, I played him already. All right, I'm about to dial, Brock, I'm about okay. to dial Jed in right now. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Jed in. Please dial Jed in. Okay, all right. So you, so you said you beat Jet. Okay. Ty, you or Jamar, who wins? I'm not even answering that because that just – we're not going to talk about that. That's, he's not a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. laughs> okay, so you, but you – all right, so we'll, we'll just stop with Jet. You're saying here on Keeping It Real that yes, you versus Jet one-on-one, you act like it's just you, – you just bow, blow them out. I say blow him out. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be okay. You okay? I'll handle you two. You come here. Our three point line. You said who? You said who? I say you because you come here. Our three point. First of all, first of all, first clock. of all, you need a shot clock. You need to show some point. respect. You need to show some respect for people <laughs> while you out here just saying you're gonna beat him at basketball like he not the host. You gonna show some respect for him. First off, I'd be the underdog. Obviously, I could barely run. So, and, <laughs> but I've been balling. I've been balling. I'm supposed, I got basketball tonight. Actually, I'm going to basketball in an hour. So, uh, all right, Kiefer, I'm gonna need you to break something down to me. How do you? How does someone lose and then talk shit like they won? Like break that down to me, Kiefer. How is he gonna talk shit to me like he didn't almost get skunked? I got you. I seen you had like a broken finger. Someone too. help me. He looks stiff as hell, so I know Ty needs at least a couple of days to stretch. So I don't know how his travel was. So I think that's what he's thinking in his mind because he's the least flexible person I've ever met in my entire life. Don't ask me how I know that, but I do. So he looks stiff. Say, he looked, you, it looked like Ty was just like watched uh, semi-pro on repeat, and he just got those Jackie Moon moves. Like he's trying to back down. He's looking stiff. He's throwing little baby hooks out there. And, he, he didn't he, play he his game. He tried to back down, but he thought he was running into a semi truck. <laughs> Listen, not to make excuses. Not to make excuses, but I hadn't played. We're in a we're in a lockdown when I played the game. So to be fair, I hadn't played basketball in months. Or went to the gym. All right. So he okay. also All fair. Right. I drove. I drove like ten hours that day. I'm not saying that's what caused me to lose. I'm just putting a little. Put some variables out there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a to be fair for both of us. See, for to be fair for both of us, we had just played like what five pickup games right before. Mm. Yeah, we had played like five pickup games right before. If we had gone fresh, he probably wouldn't have scored. 
He, he lucky we got them five games in because that's the only reason why I missed that game winning three. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd have skunked his ass right back over that border to Canada. Keeper. <laughs> nice hell. Keeper. The American three-point line is like a free throw. Really? And you didn't hit not nah, – you hit one of them. They it's hit one close. of them. It's just too close. <laughs> you don't know how to hit. <laughs> you, you know what else is close? A layup. Don't nobody complain about those. Mm. If it's a layup, then go ahead and shoot that thing. I can see there's still some residual feelings left from this game, which excites me because it was a good video. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I was rooting for my guy Ty because um, it's his channel, you know. But obviously, you're a competitor, and damn, you could ball out. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that, that rematch. Oh, I don't think you want to see this rematch though. My <laughs> fingers are good now. That means the J is gonna be money. And he didn't know the bank is open for Big Brother winners. He didn't know the bank is open. <laughs> Yo, oh, that is so dope. But I don't want to take up any more of your guys' time. I, uh, X, I appreciate you for uh, hopping on. Uh, this is episode two, just a podcast from the Res to Sean Xavier. Boys, any final words? Big Brother US versus BB Can round two coming to you as soon as Canada is done with lockdown. Because I'm not coming to that country if y'all ain't open. It's opening up pretty quick. It's opening up. It's opening up. I believe it's when it opens up. Ty, you go ahead, give me a date. Ty, you give me a date. I'll come over there and I will hand you a international L again. Damn, Ty. Keeper, you can go ahead. You can be like the host of the game. I'd love we to. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be com- I, Dude, I'm a commentator. I commentate basketball. That's what I do. Um, All right, we can make it lit. I'll I'm, let y'all set it up. I'm I'll great. just come and see, provide the bucket. Just know that I got winner. I got winner. I'm taking one. <laughs> if I score one point, y'all need to hang up your shoes forever. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> blessed to have you guys you guys have a, a, a great rest of your week just a podcast from the res the big brother winners my guys x it was great meeting you that was xavier and tishan oh my goodness bb can bbus bringing the heat basketball you know what i honestly think that i would i would do pretty decent uh, against him. I don't think I would do great. Do I think I would win? I don't know. I'm not counting myself out. Don't ever count yourself out. This is just a podcast from the res. Your boy, Keeper Carlson. Like and subscribe.